mountains open deep and wide through the flood gates of God's mercy flowed a vast and gracious tide grace and love like mighty rivers poured in and from above and heaven's peace and perfect justice kiss the guilty world in Shalom, everyone. Welcome to Mercy Poured Forth. This is Wednesday, September 14th, 2022. We are just about halfway through the month. So exciting as our fall feasts are approaching. Very much looking forward to each and every one of those as we get to fellowship. We hope that you have a wonderful time uh, growing closer to the Father and just enjoying the goodness that he offers each and every day for us. Shalom, everyone in the chat, Lee, Shell, and Sherry. Thank you for joining me this morning, this afternoon, or evening, wherever you are across this planet. Now, I do want to kind of tie in. We've had some wonderful shows already this week on Heart of the Tribe. And so I'm kind of dovetailing off some of those possibly. They, they really got me thinking on our actions and the responsibility of our words and behaviors. And of course, my wife and I, we try to go on a, a hike in nature a couple times a week. And we're so lucky to have a beautiful area located just about five miles from our home where we can disappear into the woods. Uh, there's a, a beautiful stream, river, creek, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and for the past few weeks, it's almost been bone dry, uh, but luckily we got a good rain uh, over the weekend, and so it was flowing, lots of water. Uh, it just felt like it was back to life, and so uh, we took a trip out there, and as we were resting to eat a snack, we were just watching the the nature and watching it work, how the wind blow, the the animals, uh, the insects making noise. It's just so beautiful watching all that in motion. And of course, as you see the fish and things fall into the water, you see that amazing ripple. And it got me thinking that, you know, I want to discuss the ripple of our actions, what those actions can do in our lives and to those around. So, that is what I'm going to be talking about today is what's your ripple? Get this pulled up and we'll get going. So we have all tossed a rock into the water or watched a fish come up to the surface. The ripple effect it creates will disrupt what once was a smooth as glass surface. If we equate each and every action we make to a ripple, how is it affecting those in our surrounding areas? The definition of a ripple effect is the continuing and spreading results of an event or action. We see it creates a pattern that expands from the original point or origin. The impact is felt in waves that keep growing and expanding. 
And the same can be said of words, an act of kindness or goodwill. At some point in our lives, we have all been faced with life-changing circumstances. When decisions are not easy, drawing close to Yah should be our immediate focus. We tend to slow down, knowing that what we do next will have long-lasting consequences. But what if we took the same approach with the thousands of small decisions we make each day? Because our everyday choices are just as much a part of Yah's plan. In decisions big and small, our faithfulness to Yah causes a ripple effect that not only influences the present, but generations to come. In Luke 12, 3 through 4, For there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed, neither hid that shall not be known. Therefore whatsoever ye have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light, and that which ye have spoken in the ears in closets shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. I think starting off this week with Catherine's mercy poured forth, she you know, went into the responsibility of our own actions, that we're going to be only accountable for what we do and what we say. It's not going to matter what that person said to me, how they treated me. It's only going to matter what I did to them. And same for them in that day of judgment. We're only going to be responsible and held accountable for the things that we have done. So I think it's so important that we realize whether we're being secretive, being deceptive to those around us, Yah knows every action, every thought, every word we say or don't. Whether we choose to act on that or not, He still knows our every intention. It's so important to approve and think about each and everything we do ahead of time. I know that's easier than it sounds, but we must start to try to process our thoughts and our words and our actions before we act them out because they can have lasting side effects or consequences, as you can see, for generations to come possibly. So it is so important that we are able to monitor those things. In Ephesians 3, 20 verses, I'm sorry, 3 verses 20 through 21. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, unto him be glory in the called out assembly by Yahusha Hamashiach throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Yahuwah plans beyond what we could even dream to imagine or ask. And His power lives in us. That's reason enough to live by faith, trusting Yahusha to guide us each step of the way. Through Him, our faithfulness will leave a rippling impression on the lives we come in contact with. You know, he has a plan for us better than we can even dream or imagine. That's why it's so important to be calm and still and patient so we can hear that small voice inside of him showing us our next steps to take. Uh, it's 
sometimes hard in this chaotic world to live that patient, calm life, but it's so important. And I do believe that's how he speaks to us is when we find that shalom inside to where we can sort through the chaotic noise and listen for him to speak to us. For Ezra 9 verses 15 through 16. I have said before and now do speak, and I will speak it also hereafter, that there be many more of them which perish than of them which shall be saved, like as a wave is greater than a drop. You know, we know that this path is narrow and few will find the gate. But more importantly, this verse, this last verse here really hit me. Verse 16, like as a wave is greater than a drop. We all know how big and powerful a wave can be, especially when we compare it to a drop of rain, a drop of water. But if we reverse that, when we realize that all it takes is a drop of water to create a wave, it just is a a very powerful statement to realize that one small action, one small word can have that ripple effect that can affect so many for years to come. A great example of the generational ripple effect is Ruth's faithfulness. Ruth had no idea that the fruit of her obedience would include the birth of Messiah into her family line. She was the great-grandmother of King David. We see in Ruth 4, 13-17. So Boaz took Ruth, and she was the woman, and and was his woman. And when he went into her, Yahweh gave her conception, and she bore a son. And the woman said unto Naomi, Blessed be Yahuwah, which has not left you this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Yasharel. And he said, and he shall be unto you a restorer of your life, and the nourisher of your old age. For your daughter-in-law, which loves you, which is better to you than seven sons, has borne him. And Naomi took the child and laid it on her bosom and became nurse unto it. And the woman, her neighbors, gave it a name, saying, There is a son born to Naomi, and they shall call his name Oved. He is the father of Yishai, the father of David. Such an amazing example we have. Uh, When I realized that, you know, her obedience, her faith, essentially created the most amazing blessing this world has ever known by creating, allowing the Messiah to come into that family line. It's just a great example of all things matter. All our actions matter. We may not even see that. She wasn't even around to, to meet the Messiah, but her effects, her actions helped create that and gave it the ripple effect. In 2 Maccabees 6, verse 28, And leave a notable example to such as be young to die willingly and courageously for the honorable and holy Torah. And when he had said these words, immediately he went to the torment. This, with these, these books in Maccabees are life-changing. And me, for myself personally, This left a lasting impression on me when I read through them to see 
the courageous acts that these seven sons took to stand up to guard the Holy Torah, the word made flesh. It was so important to them that they were willing to sacrifice their livelihood to keep that Torah holy. And it was just an amazing example to me. I immediately realized that what they were standing for in order to eat clean was so important to them that it needed to be that important to me. And I have never looked back and I never will. And I'm so thankful that I was able to read these stories in Maccabees to realize the importance of eating clean. I suggest if you have not read these four chat, these four books of Maccabees that you do, because it will change your life. And I think this is an amazing ripple effect of generations to come. What they did, they stood strong and bold for the Father Yahuwah, and it is still leaving a lasting impression on those that read the, the story of it. In James 5, verse 10, Take my brethren, the prophets, who have spoken in the name of Yahuwah, for an example of suffering, affliction, and of patience. You know, that word patience, we know, we've talked about that a lot lately, that patience can also mean long-suffering. There's nothing easy about having patience. It's a grueling process sometimes to wade through and wait for that to come, whatever it may be. But it is so important. And we see that also, you know, these prophets, these brethren that spoke the name of Yahuwah faced affliction and persecution. You know, many hated them for his name's sake. And so we are going to experience that as well. But we have must have patience in order to endure through those times and endure till the end. First Peter 2, 21. For even hereunto were ye called, because Mashiach also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow in his steps. And it's so important each and every day to try to emulate Messiah, to live like he did. He was the perfect example. None of us can follow in his steps perfectly, but we can make an attempt. And each and every day, we just need to strive, repent for the things we've done wrong, put down our burdens at his feet, at the cross, give them to him. We can start over each and every day if we need to. But by being that example that he was for us, we can be that for others. 1 Timothy 4, 12. Let no man despise your youth, but be an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in love, in ruach, in faith, in purity. It's so important to be that example to others, even just the small, simple words we can say. Sometimes actions speak louder than words. We don't even have to speak. It's just the example that we set the way we live our lives, by being set apart, by being on that narrow path, by standing for those things that we are told to honor and partake in, you know, it will set you apart and people will notice that. They will see it. They will be intrigued. They may not agree. They may not understand, but it will be noticeable. And they, hopefully that will then allow them or allow you an opportunity to reach them in a way that you may have not been able to in the past. John 13, 14 through 17. If I then, your Yahuwah and Rabbi, have washed your feet, 
ye also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that ye should do as I have done to you. Amen, amen, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Adonai, neither that he, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. If ye know these things, happy are ye if ye do them. You know, love your neighbor as yourself. We can't expect better treatment if we're not willing to treat those with the same that we would want in return. Even a stranger, we don't have to know them. They don't have to live next to us. Or they could have been our friend for the last 20 years. It doesn't matter what kind of relationship you have with them in your personal life. We are all the same. We're all called to treat our neighbor as we would ourselves. So it is so important. And you can see here that Yahusha, you know, he set that example of how to treat one another. He had the humility to honor and humble himself before those, his neighbor. So we need to be able to do the same. People who toss stones into a pond don't always see who or what is touched by the waves that their stones cause, but the ripples go forth anyways. As believers, we won't always know who is touched by our words and works for Messiah, but we must understand one thing. Our job is not to question whether our words and works are having a certain impact. The purpose of our life is to serve Yahuwah by serving others. It's not who you are as in your title. It's what you do. Acts of faith have ripple effects in our lives and those around us. We may see the effects or we might not, but they are there. Our job is to continually cast ourselves upon the water and put in motion those waves that Yahuwah can direct towards others saved or unsaved. Ephesians 2 verse 10, For we are his workmanship created in Yahusha Hamashiach until good works, which Elohim has before ordained that we should walk in them. Over 2,000 years have passed, yet Yahusha is still that centerpiece of Christian life. Those who are saved have been changed by the ripple effect he created while living and by dying on this earth. And I'm going to end with Matthew 5, verse 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So wonderful. You know, that's what we are called to do is to shine our light, to feed his flock, to be an example. And each action we make is going to leave a ripple in someone else's life. So I want you to think about that as you go throughout your daily journey, your actions and your words, even your thoughts. They can have a lasting impression on those around us and for generations to come. And we just want to bless those around us. We want to have, we were promised, we are part of that blessed seed of Abraham. We want to continue that blessing. So thank you so much, everyone that joined. I see we did have a few uh, newcomers as I was reading. Um, Shell, let's see, Shell's here, as well as Nina and Dan. Thank you all so much for your comments and your participation. 
I hope you have a wonderful Wednesday. Very much looking to this fall time, this new season as it changes into fall. If you haven't got to see Shell's talk from earlier this week on reports from under the desk, please go watch that. It had a bunch of wonderful information pertaining to these upcoming fall feasts. If you're just wanting to learn more or you're unfamiliar with them, it's got everything you would need to know. So please do check that out as well. If you haven't been to our website, heartofthetribes.org, check that out. We've got all kinds of resources. We've got bios on all of our shows. If you're not sure when shows start, we've got our schedule. Great place to join our fellowship as well on Telegram. We would love for you to join us there. I'm not seeing it, but I think there should be a small little Heart of the Tribes icon at the bottom right of your screen. If you are watching on a computer, click that. It will subscribe you to our channel so you don't miss out on any upcoming content. We have shows every single day of the week, something for everyone. And I just hope that this content blesses you. I hope that you can, in turn, share this out to others. Share your message out. Yah works in each and every one of us. His Ruach flows through us. He will give you those words to speak to those that maybe you don't know how to address. Pray on it, and He will show you a way to reach those that are lost, that are in the dark. There's so many hurting that need help finding the light in this world. And that's what we're here to do, to shine that light. He shines the light on our narrow path. We want to do, in turn, give that to others. So thank you so much, everyone. Hope you have a blessed week. Stay tuned for this afternoon. We have Remnant Remedy at, I believe, 3 p.m. Eastern. And then to end our day, we have Robert Wagner with Saved by Grace at 7 p.m. Eastern. So I hope you can tune back in for those. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a wonderful, blessed day. Shalom. On the Mount of Crucifixion Fountains open deep and wide Through the floodgates of God's mercy Flowed a vast and gracious tide Grace and love like mighty rivers Poured in and from above And heaven's peace and perfect justice Kiss the guilty world